Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava, and it is Monday. So we are at the beginning of another week. We do have some pretty decent releases coming out this week. I'll have to touch on those a little bit. Um, I do believe that the Hawk, uh, like the Hawk Dunks, come out this week. So those are going to be super profitable. I may be wrong about that though. That may be a next week thing. I haven't checked too too much into all the shoes coming out. But I do, I do think that we'll have some decent restocks and stuff as well. So I'm excited about that. And it's just been a, a decent day to start off another week for reselling. And so it was a pretty good weekend for me. I ended up making some a pretty decent amount of sales. I had some leftover items from Q4 that I was trying to move. So I ended up getting those moved. And then I ended up getting a few newer things that I had bought during Q4 that were just items that I wanted to sell. I picked up a pair of Air Maxes from Ross. I think the buy cost was like 60 bucks. I flipped those for 135, I think, uh, free shipping. So decent margins on that, no fees or anything on athletic shoes. And then I flipped a stuffed teddy bear. That was something I, I think I got it for free at a garage sale one time. Flipped that for 10 bucks, like super low profit on that, but very, very good ROI. And the rest of the stuff was just all like things that are reselling really well right now that have been in some of the groups that I'm in. So I haven't given really, I'm not going to give that stuff away, but there are some things that I have been able to hold on to and flip really well. And one of those things has been shoes, but one of the things that I ended up selling really well today was there's these like toys they had at several different retailers they were like this action figure toy and i think the retail on them was like 12 bucks something around 12 13 bucks and resale on them was when i got it was about i think 60 dollars. so pretty good margins i mean 12 bucks 60 bucks it's really really good roi but when you're looking at what the what the potential for the item to go up is that's where the roi gets really crazy so they did a first generation of this toy and the, the all the super like the the rarest version the rarest I guess uh, variation of the toy um, it went for I think it was going for like a hundred bucks and dropped down to about 50 bucks when everybody started to get them and then at one point after everybody sold out there only like eight of them on eBay and they jumped up to like 200 bucks a toy which is crazy so think about it 12 bucks to two hundred dollars and so I watched that I watched that and, and I said okay fine I'm going to do that if I get one of the next generation and I get the the rarest color of that toy I will save it for a few months and see if it goes up in value and sure enough I bought it I think in the middle of the summer and held it until yesterday and I looked at the prices on eBay they were like six on eBay and there they were all priced around I think 110 to 130 so I listed mine up at 150 bucks and it sold today so 12 bucks to 150 bucks that's one of my favorite flips so far and it's super fulfilling to see hey i, I kind of put myself out there a little bit really didn't cost that much but obviously the retail could the resale could have tanked on it and could have i could have not made any money on it but it ended up going up significantly higher and that's that's always a good feeling you always like whenever you make a good call like that whether it's an item that's super low key most people aren't going for like a pair of shoes that nobody really thought would resell and you end up selling them well or or an item like that where you hold it for a while and it ends up like doubling or tripling in value that you would have gotten for it originally so that's just a good feeling i'm happy about that and that kind of goes to my next thing if you are starting reselling there is the difference between holding and quick selling and it's something you may not have ever thought about but if you're new to reselling 
this is probably a good episode to pay attention to because you may think, well, how long do I want to hold on to an item before I end up needing to sell it? And for me, I don't really have a, a time that I need to sell the item. If it's there for more than a month, I, I like to get it just, you know, if somebody gives me a decent offer for it, I take it. And typically that's what I would recommend for most people. If you get an offer for an item and you didn't pay very much for the item and the offer's a lot more, I don't know if you paid 10 bucks for the item and you have it listed at like 50 and somebody offers you 35, I'd probably take it. Just because why hold out unless it goes every day for 50 bucks and you just listed it and somebody offered you 35. If it's more of a unique item that maybe sells once every month or every two months, might as well just take it. It may be lower on the scale of what it could sell for, but you'll sell it a lot quicker. You'll have more money to reinvest. And if you're newer at this, that's what's important. You, it's not nearly as important getting the most amount you can, squeeze every dime and every nickel out of the out of the item you're trying to sell. What's more important is that you actually get sales. That way you can get some some ratings on your eBay store. That way you can get some money and you can actually start using that money to reinvest into your business. So that's what I'd recommend. And so as you may be able to tell, if I am more fast nickel or slow dime, fast nickel being, you know, you get a faster profit but less and then slow dime being you're willing to wait until it sells for your price that's i'm i tend to be more fast nickel on most items the reason being it's a lot easier to grow a business that way i don't have a ton of inventory i have probably like anywhere from around 180 to 220 listings at a time and it's not that i'm not growing my inventory it's just that the stuff that i'm trying to find i want to sell i don't want it to sit there and appreciate and stuff unless it's a pair of shoes the only things that i really hold on to that i don't list for a while are, are pairs of shoes that i think will go up in value or like that toy that i thought would go up in value and it did those sorts of things end up appreciating over time or, or maybe they don't but my goal is to get it to appreciate. My goal is to watch the market have less items in it because maybe the pair of Yeezys you bought, they they everybody sold them and people started wearing them and now the amount that's able to be bought on eBay is now halved. Well, that drives the cost up because more people are still, there's still gonna be a lot of people that want that sneaker, but the, the, uh, the demand is high, but the supply is significantly lower because now it's been halved on eBay. And so those are the types of things I try and look for, which sneakers had a low supply, which ones have decent demand, and I'll try and hold those. Now, that's really for my slow dime kind of thing. If you're trying to go back and forth between fast nickel and slow dime, for me, the thing that makes the most sense is fast nickel if you have been doing this only for like, if you're just new up until like, I don't know, a few years of having a store. Because what you end up doing is if you're trying to build and build and build, unless you know that item that you're trying to sell, that somebody made you a lower offer than your, that you had it listed at, unless you know it's it's worth that money. I mean, you know it. You've seen it sell several times for this amount and maybe you have it listed for 300 bucks and you just keep getting a ton of $150 offers and maybe you only pay 10. That's not what I'm talking about. That's 150 bucks. Like that's, that's a lot of money. I wouldn't just take the $150 offer and say, okay, well, I, I just made my, like, hold out for that type of an item, especially if the buy cost is really low. But if it's an item where you have it listed for 180 and people keep offering you 140 and you're just like, I want 40 more dollars. If you're newer, it may be worth it to take that 140 if you paid a significantly low amount for it. That way you just keep capital moving into your business, especially if you find yourself going, well, I'm running out of capital quick. That's not a good thing. You want to be able to have money at your disposal to buy more items that you see that are, are, are better flips. And 
Oftentimes, people will say you have to spend more money to make more money. I think that that's true and not true in some cases. It really depends on your business model. Depends on what types of items you're selling. If you're selling at a thrift store, maybe you don't want to spend a ton of money at a thrift store because it's a thrift store. But at the same time, if you see a pair of shoes for 30 bucks at a thrift store that sells for 200 bucks, why wouldn't you spend 30 bucks? I don't care if your average cost at a thrift store is five bucks on a pair of shoes. You spend up if it's if if the margins are there, right? That's what you do. And so, and, and it's not even spending up. 30 bucks to make like 100 bucks or 200 bucks, like that's a given. That's that's what you do. That's what that's what you're supposed to do. And so there's no real reason not to be fast time when you're newer because a lot of times you just need to get money. You just need to get more money, especially if you're doing this you know, with zero capital really and you're just trying to get yourself moving. You want to keep getting flips as quickly as you can. One, it gives you motivation and kind of pumps you up, but two, keeps your eBay store, well, there's three things actually. It keeps your eBay store humming and the more sales you make on eBay, the more sales you make on eBay. And that's basically how it goes. If you're making sales on eBay, you're going to continue to get more people to see your store, more eyes will be on your items. It's just the way that the algorithm works and they're going to kind of pump your store up in all the different item kind of all the different items seem to get more views when you're selling a lot. So you want to keep sales coming in. That way you can keep your your sales coming in after that one sale, if that makes sense. So that's another thing. But the other reason you want to keep flipping is obviously to have capital. And you just want to keep capital flowing through your business. You don't want to get caught in a position where you're at a thrift store, you see a pair of shoes for 50 bucks. It's a pair of, I don't know, Kobe nine elites and you just know that that pair of shoes you looked it up it's 150 bucks all day they're charging you 50 bucks because they're overpriced and it's and you don't have 50 dollars. you're going well i don't have 50 bucks for that I'm, I'm new to this you don't want to be in that position you want to say hey i can make 100 bucks on this really easily i want to have i want to make sure i have my capital in line so that's what i try and do and that's what i wish i would have done when i started out i was super super slow dime that was the guys that i listened to pure also podcast they've been doing it for a while and they were more of a slow dime mindset where it was try and get the most you can for your items and that's fine if you're making tons of sales every day and you're not trying to i don't know lose your mind because every offer that comes in you accept it right if you're not trying to make i mean like they're trying to make higher profit low lower amount of sales right if i can make 10 sales for 100 bucks or um, 100 sales for 10 bucks, I'd obviously want to do the 10 sales for 100 because it's less shipping and less work. But that's kind of what their model was, trying to do a, a higher cost for the buyer and hopefully you can equal the same amount as if you're taking a ton of small offers. And that's fine, but they had a lot of capital and I didn't. And so I was listening to that and there were a ton of things I sold at high prices and, and it was great. There are some other things that I didn't end up selling, and it took me a while to sell because I had them priced way too high, and it's and I wasn't taking offers. And so when you get yourself in a position like that, just make sure you're you're doing kind of the the sensible thing and trying to take offers where you see them coming in. I mean, some of the bigger eBay sellers too, if they see an offer come in on an item, they'll just take it as long as it's like higher than they spent on it because they know that hey, if it's a decent offer and maybe I only spent seven or eight bucks on that item, somebody sends me a forty dollar offer. That's a win. I don't care if it's a 60 or $70 item. Nobody sent me an offer on this thing in weeks or, or even months. I might as well just take it, get my 40 bucks, re-roll it into something that's more more of a item that has a higher desire, a higher demand for the item and keep things moving and just keep making money off of the money that I'm making. And so 
that's what I would recommend you do. It's the best way, in my opinion, to scale your business up. You can do slow dime. I think it's better if you have more inventory. You're obviously probably going to make a lot more sales the more inventory you have because there's more items for people to see. So when you're getting consistent sales, maybe you can wean off a little bit of getting every sale that you can and, and maybe look at trying to get less sales but higher amounts of money per sale that probably would equal out the amount of money you were making before or make you more money but you're doing less work. So that's just my thoughts on it. You let me know. Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. And then if you guys do have any questions, go to the Apple Podcast app, throw a comment with your question on a five-star review in there, and then leave your Instagram tag or your Twitter handle. And I will make sure and respond to you on that. And I'll do a whole podcast on it and then just DM you and let you know that it's up. So that way you can kind of actually like get a response, not just kind of sit there and wait for something. So hopefully that is, hopefully you would do that. I'd appreciate it. And that would help me out a good bit. But with that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. So you guys have a great rest of your Monday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.